today, I want to continue to think about one of the questions that we addressed on Sunday, which was this, how do we as Christians process tragedy? Yesterday, we were reminded that we need to process tragedy with faith in God. And when tragedy hits us, and when we're confronted with the reality of sin and Satan at work in this world, we must stand firm in our faith. Tragedy isn't a time to draw away from God, but rather to draw close to God. Tragedies shouldn't give us a reason to question God, but rather to bring our questions to God. This brings us to the second way that we should react when we're faced with tragedy in our lives, which is to process it through the Word of God. We have to look to God's unchanging, eternal Word to find truth to help us process tragedy in this life. And one of the truths that we looked at this past Sunday was that there are three categories that Scripture reveals when it comes to those who identify with the church, but their lives don't line up with the reality of what they say they believe. There are those who are deceivers, who know that they aren't saved, but they put on the facade of being a Christian. There are those who are deceived, who think they are saved, but they aren't. And there are those who are disciples, who are living in the flesh, caught in sin, who will eventually repent. Today, I want to think about the second category, those who are deceived. You know, years ago, when I was working at LSU, I was invited to a, an organization's annual banquet. I had worked with this organization during the past year, and, and they had really encouraged me to come, and had said some things that, that led me to believe that they wanted to give me some type of award or recognition at the banquet. So I went to the banquet, and when the award time came, they began to talk about the recipient. It sounded like it could be me. And from what all they had said, I thought it was me. But when they called the recipient's name, it wasn't me. No one knew all right, what I was thinking, but I remember being so embarrassed. I was, I was disappointed too. I thought that I was going to receive something and I didn't. Have you ever experienced something like that? Let me ask you, how much more significant would it be to hear these words from Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. There are those who think that they are saved, but they aren't. What's the evidence of true salvation? Jesus doesn't keep it a secret. He points to it twice in these verses. The evidence of saving faith is a repentance to obedience. In verse 21, he says, those who inherit heaven enter into relationship eternally with the Lord are those who do the will of the Father. And those who he never knew and he commanded to depart from him at the end, who thought they were saved, he said, and he called them this, 
you workers of iniquity, or lawlessness. What's the evidence in your life of your salvation? Is it a repentance to obedience daily in your life, or is it a persistent, perhaps even accepted, sin pattern in your life? Today, ask the Lord to examine your heart and repent and obey through the grace and strength of Christ where needed in your life. Also today, think about one person you know who is living in persistent, unrepentant sin and pray for them. Begin praying for them daily. Ask for the Lord's mercy in their life and tell them, tell them today about His love that He proved in sending His only Son to die for our sin.